this won't take long, boys. I've just got to remember to post last week's, literally, last week's Boston's favourite son. So so we have actually successfully uh, executed on long-discussed ideas around having a one-week production delay. This was all part of the plan. <laughs> Most certainly. I mean, I tell you what, Conrad, I'll say we've at least kicked off a conversation. <laughs> And, and really, isn't that what we're here to do as content creators? Is to is to kick off a, kick off a conversation, right? And then fuck off away from the conversation because it's not our place to make the decisions. No, it's not our place to draw the conclusions. We ask the questions, and Twitter argues about it. That's the point. We ask the questions. <laughs> the responsibilities on you. <laughs> exactly. Right. Let's tag this. Boston's favorite son. That's already in there. They know what that. The, oh, you're guaranteed a good time with this show. Um, that's my name on it. Uh, there's all the names on it. Well, we do Jonathan off-road rules out of respect uh, when we do the tags. And then we do MTV. And then we do Celebrity. I do this every week. What? Well, not every week. I didn't do it last week. Uh, or any of the weeks where we haven't done any ones. Uh, celebrity, Comedy. That one's the lie. MTV and Celebrity, more honest. Uh, entertainment, also spurious, and podcast. And that will that will do. Um, and then I'll just say, I forgot to post this one last week. And that's the synopsis, Jonathan Holmes and Conrad. <sighs> that was really obnoxious. Right, that's saved. Now I've just got to... Post it and, and host it. Yeah, I did the permissions so that people can download it because they're like, oh, we can't fucking, oh, if we can't download it, we can't illegally distribute it on the torrents, Jonathan. Oh. Are they distributing this on tor- torrents? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> like Pirate Bay? Yeah, I'm going to have to do a Metallica. Were they the ones that were like really ironic about their approach to piracy? Oh, about Napster, yeah. Okay, uh, Boston's favorite. Son, it's a new podcast. I'm uh, just posting it for you, and I forgot to post it last week. Okay, we can do a podcast now. Great. Yeah, we'll post this one later today. <laughs> what? You're ready to? You got it queued up? Yeah. No, no, that would. Oh, Jonathan, that would suck. <laughs> Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again. Now I'll tell you... My good friend, Jonathan Holmes, what has happened now that we're in a position where we started recording after I posted the last episode of Boston's Favourite Son, because I forgot to do it last week. You know what that means. No. You know what you've done. What? You know what you've done here. No. You, my salty little friend... You have lapped yourself. What? You've lapped yourself. 
like I'm a like I'm racing myself in a in a yeah like you're a little Formula One race car driver right well we'll get you one of those little fire engines that clowns <laughs> clowns ride around in at the circus we'll get you that right and then you just start licking yourself like a cat while while we steer you around with a remote control. <laughs> We'll do that in the middle of the street outside. I own the roads now. Conrad pointed that it's out. It's true. I've officially paid enough to Uncle Sam to own the roads. Because of taxes. A company called Activision gets a tax refund. and It doesn't pay any tax. I pay for that. So I also get to have Bobby Kotick's dinner tonight. But I own the roads. Jonathan, I've got a question for you. Yeah? Are you Dante from the Devil May Cry series? <laughs> no. no, and it's funny you should mention that because well, yeah, I, on a comedy podcast, I hoped it'd be funny that I mentioned it. <laughs> I've actually never played through a Devil May Cry game. I was resentful at Devil May Cry for existing when it was first announced. That sounds about right. I thought, how dare you? This is not <laughs> what you should do. This is wrong. And I have sort of been on strike about Devil May Cry ever since, although I'll probably love it. That kind of rebel attitude only makes me think harder and and more firmly that you, em- emphasis on firmly, that you are Dante, <laughs> my friend, from the Devil May Cry series. That, that sort of Devil May Care response, if you will. Yeah, it made me weep. <laughs> it's really just shooting yourself in the foot. I would probably really enjoy the games, but there was something... Well, I mean... When we put a red coat on you and slap some dough on your head, I think what we do, we make a nice sort of pizza crust base, uh, get that dough and then slap it on your head. We'll make the white hair out of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then you can lap yourself and then shoot yourself if you want. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be brilliant. Is that what he does in those games? You could activate your devil trigger. He's got uh... It's like it's from the game. <laughs> that's the that's the premise. It's a thing uh, from the game, yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah. A, a demon arm, I think. And he's uh... Well, depends <laughs> how furiously you go at it when we when we ride you down the street in your little fire truck. It's it's more like a demon's baby arm. <laughs> <laughs> is that a is that a penis is that a penis reference? <laughs> Holding the apple that tempted Eve in the garden, because that is edgy. Devils. Yeah, that's what the yeah. devil did. Mm. Oh, God. Genesis is such an edgy book. They're nude for most of it. <laughs> it's really... It, yeah, it, it's not for kids, I don't think, the Bible. Absolutely not, my friend. The Bible was the original kids in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> the sketch comedy show. Yeah. I'm just now... Because I've seen so many sketch comedy groups over the years do jesus and the apostles and it's only now just hitting me (laughs) to do jesus and the apostles as a sketch comedy group (laughs) as as like an ongoing group they it's always jesus and the apostles playing other characters yeah Yeah. Yeah. my my sense of conceit has reached a new zenith because the moment i said that i took a glug of water and then sprayed it everywhere so (laughs) I've reached a level of, of ego where I will make myself choke on water laughing <laughs> because, because I'll say the genesis. Anyway, anyway, Jonathan, there's a reason I brought you here and it's to meet a new friend. Okay, really? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I can't imagine who it is. I'm, I'm worried. I think it's just going to be you doing a voice. Greetings, Jonathan. Oh, yeah. It's me, the Brain Man. <laughs> 
I'm here to give you a piece of my mind, and then a piece of my ass. Oh, Damon. Wow. What does that mean? We don't know, Jonathan. <laughs> really... You want me to give you a body massage? Oh. I have big hands, and I don't charge much. Tell your friends, Baneman. So, 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 Bane from Jonathan, I could give you a foot rub. Sorry, you had a a, a question about Baneman or a statement. Well, it sounds a lot like Bane from The Dark Knight Rises, who was sort of... <laughs> I, I wouldn't say a lot. <laughs> I think so. Who was sort of a terrorist, but sort of... There was not much gain for Bane. It's oh, not like... <laughs> Jonathan, I put all that behind me. I am not like that recidivist, the Jokerman, an original character. I, I am Bateman, and all I want to do is invite you to my Discord server, where we trade foot pics. <laughs> trade, trade what? Foot pics? Pictures of feet for the delight of strangers. <laughs> the Baneman, the Baneman, if I remember correctly, in the movie, didn't wear a shirt, wore a coat, and it did seem cold. A big coat. And, and a lot of exposed... Uh, abdominal, nipple, ne- clavicle, a lot of the holes in the body, in the anatomy of the man. And it was unexplained. It, it, it seemed a little fetishy, frankly. And of course, the mask that served no purpose that, that I saw didn't cover the head, didn't cover the eyes. Nobody wanted me to give them a body massage until I put on the mask. It seemed a little like a ball gag, fr- frankly. Why do you think people can hardly work out what the fuck I'm saying? <laughs> of course I'm rocking a ball gag. And I'm Joe Biden's pay pig. <laughs> oh, that's right. Bateman's into findom. Presidential kink findom. <laughs> not... He uses PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> he uses PayPal so that a twink dressed as Joe Biden provides jerk off encouragement. Would you like to join me for a session? It's... My OnlyFans password is yours. Is what? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 very the very proud it's as though you're giving a a grand speech in front of a, a football stadium about how wonderful it is that you have taken over Gotham and are, are bringing about a new age in which Gotham and and all of its internal rot the gangsters and the politicians working together to use systems to exploit the weak and the poor and and in fact the criminals were justified. Uh, it's like you're giving a speech. It's this grand yeah. philosophical I've, speech. I've moved away from all of that. Now <laughs> I, I take over football stadiums so that I may speak of my love for thick thighs, pretty toes, and fat asses. <laughs> still... Big fat asses, Jonathan. <laughs> you, still, you still talk like 
you're giving this kind of a, a, a deep, somewhat disturbed, but but rational speech about something bigger than yourself. But you're just mostly which? just talking about asses and foot picks and and jerk off encouragement. I think you might have mentioned at one point. Wide fucking hips and asses. Just you wait until next time, Jonathan, when I will have thought about this hard enough to have come up with a good parody of the Born in the Dark speech. I've been racking my fucking brain for the past ten minutes. <laughs> Tell your friends. Well, not that bit. I'm the brain. <laughs> Tell your friends. I'll send them an invite to that server. I. Well, now they. Does the the Bane Man might need to work on a new catchphrase because they are just aping that straight from the Joker man. Yes, it amused me to do it again. The witlessness of it was its own reward. <laughs> Tell your friends. Oh, Bane Oh, there'll be more of of him. <laughs> I hope so. For some reason. Oh, that's that's a story for another day. Bye, Bane Man. Oh, oh, yeah, bye. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he just, uh, just walked out the door. That's all he wanted to do, was special, talk about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he might have some more fetishes to talk about in future. Uh, more Discord servers that he's joined. Uh, more OnlyFans pages that he's looked at. Um, you know, maybe there's a new gallery on Brazzers or Twisties or whatever. I don't know what he goes on. Anyway, how you feeling today? Both of you. I mean, I care about you. Oh yeah, me too. Me you too. I mean, if I'm if I'm being totally honest, I'm a bit gassy, but otherwise good. Yeah. Well, it's this economy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. by the way, hmm. Boston's favorite song is now a politically satirical show. Oh. Yeah, which means just you know, every now and then we'll just say something like it's the economy. Or, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, the White House is a building. What we could do is just like find some people who vaguely sound like important political figures and then have them just talk nonsense for 10, 20 minutes. I mean, we could save ourselves a lot of time on this. Yeah. That's popular. Yeah. Hey, Jonathan. Yeah? Have you ever considered being a Fox News style <laughs> talking head? Yeah, it's funny you should mention that. I hoped it would be. I know that this isn't what was meant by that statement, but uh, I am sort of inwardly giggling a little bit at the thought of David Byrne being a regular commentator on Fox News. Yeah. Oh, God, I'll tell you what, we can get deeper than that even. Imagine this, right? Fox News talking head segment uh -huh. featuring David Byrne doing... Puppetry of the penis. <laughs> it's a triple layer cake of helmet and I want to munch. His penis is what you want to munch. You want to bite penis! it. Penis! <laughs> that was loud enough for me to hear it on your end, Jonathan. And I've always wanted to hear my penis on your end. It would have been better if I could have somehow said C, but I can't sing my own voice. So there was no way that could have worked. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm okay. Are you gassy? No, nope. I've got a mosquito okay. bite somehow, even though oh. it's currently snowing. I've got so much oh. weird work to do at my day job. Any second I'm going to panic. There's change-ups. There's internal shuffling. There's a power vacuum. There's potential for layoffs or grand promotions. 
motions are happening, pieces are in play. The grand chessboard of my career is at an apex of sorts. And, and yet, and yet, it's like, I'll take the morning out. I'll record another profit-free podcast where I will probably be accused of some sort of shittery or some <laughs> some semen-related crime or 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 being disrespectful towards those those who who want me to commit said crimes. Is any anything could go. I'm going for it. I'm happy to yeah. happy to be here. I, and and to to follow up on your question from earlier, I did actually volunteer the idea that I should call the New York Post and claim to be a Limburger guzzling, Antifa proud, bu bugaboo, no, boogaloo, sorry, boogaloo oh. proud, uh, fuck face, and I'm the reason Trump won 2020. <laughs> because I think, I, I didn't get that quite right. I don't even know why I was trying to be accurate, but... It's what gets attention these days. If you call the New York Post and be like, you know what I'm group I'm a part of, the Boogaloo Antifob Proud Boys, you need to get my opinion. Yeah. That's the one that's and they and they see it as sort of a sideshow. They're like, who is this weirdo? But they these weirdos have power now, I guess. Oh my god, we we could do this. Yeah? Yeah, like what we'll do is we will I can do nothing but hear my voice on your end. <laughs> really? I'm, you're that loud on my end? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I shall be sore angry if that's how the podcast sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Should I go get some mufflers? Mufflers? Let me go get some mufflers. Okay. Let's see if this helps. La, 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 la. I didn't really hear myself. You didn't hear yourself? Yeah, which is a good thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded good. You were right on key. All right. Yeah, there's uh, some mufflers I have to wear over this right. other thing. And uh, okay, we should be good. Should be okay. Are you wearing like big old earmuffs over headphones? Because that's what I'm imagining and it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. If you were the Biggles of Boston... <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> the only thing that would make it better is if you were also over that wearing one of those hats with the, you know, the fur lining that comes totally down over the ears. But it can't make it because you've got these two layers of headphones and earmuffs. And so they're just flapped up, just sat there hanging on top of this arrangement. Mm -hmm. Then what we do, we pop some goggles on you. We mm. lift up your shirt, right? You wobble your belly around, and then we'll put you on TikTok as Biggles Jiggles. <laughs> it will be a sensation. I'll help. I've got a big old wibbler. Oh what? We'll do. We'll do belly dances dressed as all dressed as Biggles. We'll be the Biggles. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, the point is, is I want you to phone up the New York Post, mm. tell them that you have merged the left and the right, that you, not Biden, have created true unity by doing. The dark Jedi thing and, and put in the Antifa and the Proud Boys together. You phone them up right now and you say, listen to me, New York Post, you bastards. I'm the anti-boy and everyone's <laughs> got to do exactly what I say. <laughs> they might go for it. They, I can't remember who it was. Someone interviewed someone who claims to be a part of a group called the Boogaloo Boys who love break into electric boogaloo and want there to be a civil war to 
where there's a new boogaloo that's just murder in the streets. And they're like, well, this guy needs to be talked to. And they got him. And he's like, but I'm actually Black Lives Matter fan and pro new civil war as well. And people are like, see, yeah. see, Boogaloo is actually left, not right. Because <laughs> one guy just said words. Yeah, no, no. Boogaloo just is meme. <laughs> it's, Boogaloo is a bunch of dangerous people on a spectrum. Hmm. Ranging of all sorts that just. Think that some sort of violent action is the only solution to, uh, or at least inevitable, right? And are prepared for it. And there's something about that that's true. I think. The, are you you're Boogaloo? You no. just came out as Boogaloo? No, I think it's an. I think that there is going to be violence, but uh, I'm not looking forward to it. And I think that's the distinction. Mm. Is you know, I don't care much for sequels. <laughs> You like the original and, and yeah. for it to stay where it is, to not right. try to yeah. expand. Yeah, sort yeah. of crystallized. I'm glad that the Civil War ended as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, now you, on the other hand, I know you're a big prequel fan. You like to rewrite the history and I get it. I, I like the Star Wars prequels. I like some uh, other prequels. I love that after this conversation, I've got a lot more things to say about shit and asses. <laughs> I'm trying to think. America's I, I, on the brink of civil war. Anyway, Jonathan, I want to cut a hole in your mattress. Why? Why? For me ass. I came up with this invention when I was on the toilet the other day. And I want to test it with you, Jonathan. Sort of like um, Back to the Future. Like you'll be Marty and I'll be Doc. Oh, okay. All right. All what? right. What? Oh, don't worry, Conrad. <laughs> Did you think I forgot you? No, I didn't think you'd forgotten me. I was just sort of like, I was thinking about this sort of, uh, this mattress asshole thing that you're describing. The mattress. The mattress. That's good. I like that. I mean, it just, it sounds to me a lot like um, an inverse milking table. Well... <laughs> What? Here's the thing. Basically, once it's through the hole, you can do what you want with it, Jonathan. Right. Um, but but my my vision, and and by the way, Conrad, like I said, I didn't forget you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you'll be in the room periodically, uh, lifting your arms up and down because uh, mm -hmm. you're the DeLorean. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah obviously. <laughs> oh, obviously. Oh, I'll do a little. Oh fuck yeah. 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 And if you want to like run real fast and like. Just pour some hairspray on the carpet behind you and chuck some matches. Oh, oh, yeah! I can just. Well, I'll just. I'll bring a um a flint and steel, ooh, and some some gasoline, ooh. and I'll uh you know just pour a couple of stripes aside me. And as as I I'm letting the canisters of gasoline fall to the ground, I'll pull out that flint and steel and just start striking. That'll be like the sparks on the front of the car. Exactly. Before, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this only saves you money, Jonathan, because you can turn off your thermostat and go to bed safe in the knowledge that things will be toasty. <laughs> but and you just have a night's my... sleep in your brand new mattress. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you want to hear about my new invention, the mattress? Yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. Um, so I thought about this while I was on the toilet and just thought, right, what would Jonathan like? My ass. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So I've had this this mattress, and don't worry, um, you know, if you're worried about it being an ethically made mattress, this is constructed from source materials. It's a mattress with a hole cut out of it next to where you would sleep, Jonathan. And using a specially made bed frame from source materials, I can go under this bed, Jonathan, pull down my pantaloons, 
and my hempen underclothes and then just stick it up out like a little ass pudding. <laughs> and then that's just like, it's a little bed-bound ass pudding. You can wake up, you know, either in the morning, middle of the night and look at it and just say, Good. I'm glad that's there to remind me of what it's all about. <laughs> and like I said, you can do what you want. You can use it like a reverse milking station if you want. What it's all about <laughs> is what it'll remind me of. Yeah. I won't feel as though feces or farts or... I mean, you, you, are are you there or is it a replica of your ass? <laughs> All night long. Um, one of your great joys will be knowing that as you, as you sleep underneath you, I will be on my feet and hands, not on my knees, my feet and hands, sticking my tush in the air like a dog wanting to play um, with it coming out of that hole with just the most satisfied smile on my face, knowing that I'm underneath you while you sleep and that my ass is out there. Um, probably just going... <sighs> like that. As in a mixture of, of sort of um, sheer pleasure at the pleasure I'm providing you and physical strain. I mean, at some point in the night, the strain will get so much I will not be able to hold in too many of my night farts. <laughs> I'm picturing and I'm hoping because, you know, we we have enough fans that occasionally they will take words that we say on the show and put it to a beat and a melody, sometimes a little keyboard or electric guitar. And I really hope because it was so rhythmic the way you said it, the strain will be so great that I will not be able to hold in my night farts. Well, the nice, the nice thing about Jim's night farts yes. is that they do operate on a schedule. It's like Old Faithful at uh, you know the, the, the Yellowstone National Park. You know exactly when that fart's coming. So you can plan for it. Yeah. And, and why? So this is, this is a time when Conrad will probably just be lit on fire and you are being crushed. I'm not a small guy. I'm enough to, yeah. to crush yeah. over time to, to yeah. really cause you to collapse your lungs. Well, but that's, that's, that's why Jim has invested so much in the research and development of the mattress. There is a full box framework yeah. built in a top to reinforce the mattress and the ass just sticks up. And a trough underneath for me cat food mm -hmm. <laughs> your cat food yeah yeah dirty little ass girl doesn't deserve uh any treats this isn't a sex thing what's <laughs> going on with the mattress no no no, no that's just all. for your satisfaction i find that that people sleep better if they know they're sleeping above a lower class so i thought i'd be a sort of like subby um cat food Pig. So they're like, so like Mike Lindell, the owner of My Pillow. Mm. You're gonna come out as the the new sleep expert, who's gonna also advise presidents and come in with a list of ideas. This really has become a political political podcast. But you'll be saying, "My ass near your body as you sleep. Yeah, feel its warmth. Feel its cushiony." sweetness it's the best sleep you'll ever have and then you know talk 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 like talk like you had emotions once 
and are just trying to recall what you sounded like when you felt them. Yeah. And talk talk like that because that's how Mike, the MyPillow guy, I can't believe he's – it's become such a big name. See, now I'm just imagining the mattress is an extended length mattress, and Jim would lay uh, inverted. Okay. Yeah, Jonathan, I mean, the MyPillow thing, it's a great, you've really, even, you've inspired, you've changed the game. Have I? Yeah. Because now. It felt like it went over kind of, it seemed like uh, Jim was feeling like that's. This is just for you. I mean, don't get me wrong. On one level, you absolutely fucking nailed my emotional repression <laughs> and regulation problems. So you nailed that. Um, but I am very much interested in, in that other thing you've hit upon. Yeah, yeah. See, the ass could be the pillow that you hmm. rest your head upon. Oh. <laughs> and in keeping with the theme, you won't need the thermostat on because of the aforementioned night fart. Exactly. <laughs> Warm, warm farts, and sometimes <laughs> warm farts, cold cheeks. So you can always turn onto the other side of the pillow. That is what they say. That is what they say. Warm farts, cold cheeks. Yeah, that's what'll be on the pillow. That's part yeah. of the tagline in quotes from from you. Warm farts, cold cheeks, Kingdom Hearts WikiLeaks. <laughs> it don't make sense, but it rhymes. That means I am John Lennon. I'm the new John Lennon. You're the new John Lennon and the new sleep expert the world has been craving. Imagine all the people. Whoa, you're John Lennon. Sleeping on my ass. So joyful at the end about the idea of you, your ass. Yeah. Being everywhere. beautiful singing. It was quite nice. Right on key. It's a testament to your ability that you sung. And I didn't get angry because right now I am fucked off with musicians. Mm. Why? What? What happened? Oh, I've had enough. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tar everyone with the same brush, right? But there were a couple of other musicians at the time and they took his side in what was a classic bit of all time school bullying level manipulation. Whoa. So Sting, right? Sting again. <laughs> that bastard. Told me the other day, right, that it would be great fun, laughs, japes, and what really sold me on it, chortles, if instead of calling him Sting all week, I called him Stink. <laughs> oh. Wow. That'd have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I like a laugh. I like a laugh as much as the next person. And thought, you know what? That is classic fucking wordplay. Mm. Stink it is. So all week long, right, I've been calling him Stink. And sometimes he is really demanding it. Like, I will say, hey, Stink. And he looks at me and says, I'm Stink. I say, yeah. He says, don't forget it. I won't. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then. Seven days, right? Then it's an industry party, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's there. Phil Collins. Alice Cooper, Taylor Swift, and us. Right. Um, we turn up uh, and everyone's like, you know, greets us in and, and everything. And uh, Alice Cooper says, hey, it's, it's Jim Sterling and Sting. Hey! And then I say, wait, wait, wait. It's Stink. Good. It took him three seconds to start crying. Three seconds to start crying. And say, why would you call me stink? 
do I stink? Looked at everyone else and went, do I stink? Like that. And everyone said, no, no, you don't. Alice Cooper, arm round him, um, you know, Taylor Swift, uh, uh, like stroking his face. Phil Collins starts washing his feet. They're looking at me. They're looking at me like I hung, drew and quartered Scooby-Doo in front of them, Jonathan. And when I said that, Taylor Swift said, you know fucking what? It would have been better if you had. Get out. I said, but you've got deviled eggs. Get the fuck out. And that is why I've got to cook my own deviled eggs today, Jonathan. So I don't want to hear word one about Sting on this podcast. <laughs> I don't care if he was in Dune. <laughs> you're, you're, it really sounds as though Sting has a panache for drama mm. and switching it up, playing the, the victimizer at some point, bullying you into using a nickname that you didn't prefer. But then you you try to coalesce and come together with Stank, uh, unite, form a bond, and and share the same ego space be, to become one around this exactly. idea of Stink. And then suddenly flipping it, flipping the script and saying, I'm the victim now mm-hmm. of my own idea. And for whatever reason, the celebrity friends want to protect Sting from you, of all people. Yeah, but they took his side. They believed him. <laughs> they said, I... Yeah, it was like, oh, he's been calling me all week. Now, was he doing it on purpose or did he really? It was a trick. It was one of his all-time <laughs> classic tricks. And now I'm barred from the musical Midnight Society for the next three weeks. That's until it. Until they forgive me. <laughs> three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's upsetting because you wanted to go yeah. every week. Well, they're doing a story about a killer ventriloquist puppet next week and I'm not going to be able to fucking hear it. That's that. That's what the Midnight Musical Society does. They tell stories. Yeah, they tell spooky stories around a fire. Phil Collins is is doing it next week. I love it when he, when he throws like the 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 stuff at the fire to make it all sparkly. He he's got oh he flicks his wrist with such flair. <laughs> but I'm not the only one in trouble. Who else is in trouble? I'm sorry, Jonathan. It's me. Yeah, we started a business in your name, thinking it might help, and it kind of went wrong. What? We tried to get you into the cure to meat business. Mm, that could go anytime you sell food. It can really poison and kill. Well, here's the thing. When I heard cured meats, I thought, well, that must be the opposite of that meat that poisons and kills. Right. Like that stuff we gave to that family. <laughs> oh, you... Jonathan wasn't there for that, Will. Some parts of the business we, you know, we don't want to bother you with. Thanks. With Holmes Court. I, yeah. I think. But cured meats for the discerning went very wrong. Because when I heard cure, I thought, oh, I've got a medicine cabinet full of like half done bottles that I've forgotten about over the years. I'll cure their meats and then sell them as, as part of the, you know, soft Uncle Jonathan brand. That's intentionally soft uncle. Yeah, Conrad's been raiding, well, not just his medicine cabinet, but yours for a start and just a couple random homes oh actually i got uh, um, a mailing list from the aarp and i've <gasps> just been you know oh. yeah it's been really really convenient nice nice um our friend lloyd down by the river um he's had some some medicine to give us i've been stuffing that into some poultry that's good 
Well, it's not good because um, apparently what we've been doing all this time is not selling cured meats for the discerning, but dealing drugs. <laughs> I didn't know that cured meats was drugs. Uh, that's news to me, actually. Yeah, I... I thought they sold it down the Whole Foods. I'm sure I've seen signs. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's some over-the-counter stuff, I, I, was, I was sure. Yeah. Yeah. But the moment I start pushing some clonopin into the side of a porterhouse steak mm. and then like handing it to a passerby on a street corner for 75 bucks. Suddenly that's trafficking? Suddenly it's trafficking. <laughs> huh. And I've just realized that that might actually be, a, I might actually be well undercharging for that. I, 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 I mean, not that I know anything about the cured meats market. There's a website it's called StreetRx, I think dot com. Yeah, that you can check the the going street value for various drugs. Oh, it's one of the the tools I use to explain to people, because I, I talk to doctors sometimes, and I sell them like, don't prescribe that, because your patients will just sell it, and they're like, nah, they won't. I mean, how much is clonopin worth? I'm like, a lot. Look. The website says you're not going to believe me because who am I? But the random website I found says it's worth twenty bucks or whatever. And then oh okay. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I I sat in on one of those meetings. I found it inspiring because I remember that bit when you said like clonopin is like here, like we're getting twenty bucks. Yeah. Now heroin, that's your money drug. No, I didn't say that. I... Didn't you? <laughs> you don't prescribe heroin. It's cheap to produce. <laughs> it's easy to cut. Very easy to distribute because it's it's small. I know you were one hundred percent right, Jonathan. There's no prescriptions for heroin yeah. that I've ever seen. I hope there's not. I'm not an expert. Well, it did fall out of favor a bit um, once Lou Reed packed it in. <laughs> it was Lou Reed. Yeah. Oh, he loved the stuff. Really did pack that heroin in. Yeah. He, I remember that song he had called Heroin. God, it's fucking decent. It's okay. He's He's got a, a, a honest mumble. He he means it. Then that's good. Oh, Lou Reed's not heroin. No, heroin's not so great. It's dangerous. Is it dangerous. not so good? What would you recommend? <laughs> uh, aspirins, Tylenols. I am more into... Pills, <laughs> just a just two aspirin, and that's it within a twenty four hour period. Because they, I, well, I mean, you can fit quite a few of those into an oven ready chicken <laughs> for cured for cured meat. It's all about volume. <laughs> it's all about volume. <laughs> I have to go. I'm getting so many angry emails that I'm not working. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say I was busy in the studio yeah. recording a great new thing for the company <laughs> and see – they don't – so so I'm not a, a tech whiz as, as I think you both know from sad experiences. But I actually do know more about recording audio and editing things and, and things like that. But it will be completely believable. T trust me on this when I say it will be completely believable to them if you were to say, oh, I accidentally lost the entire recording and have to do it again. <laughs> yes. They will believe that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to make myself look bad to them, though. Well, say you gave it to me to post. <laughs> I will not let That'll them know. They'll buy you a week. <laughs> they will never know you exist. <laughs> oh, they will. I'm coming over there. <laughs> that, that would really be a career uh, shakeup. Jonathan. After a few more of these podcasts, you're going to be the only person in the world not looking forward to lockdown lifting. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to go over there and I'm going to start working at your company, whether your company likes it or not. And then I'm going to make sure that you are well looked after. And I know that you are so humble 
you don't want that. And now you're going to think, oh, God, I'm going to be treated so well after lockdown and I don't deserve it. But eventually, once once I hear that ting, 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 ting outside, I will know that Jim is on their way skipping merrily down the street with a stick trailing it across the fence posts just just skip it into work with an apple for teacher pots of yogurt to throw at the walls they are so ready to lay us all off and a t-shirt that says roast this pork can't. You gotta wear button ups, blouses, sweaters. I'll, I'll get a button up blouse. I'll get a, I'll get a lovely like floral button up blouse. I don't normally do floral, but I feel it would work well for an office environment, right? And then I'll have like I'll get, a, I'll get like a big motorcycle patch in the Harley Davidson logo on the back, but instead of Harley Davidson, it will say roast this pork. <laughs> and then on my knickers, I'm gonna have on the back promote Jonathan. <laughs> And, so, and I'll be, I'll, I'll keep like dropping a pencil in front of your manager and going, ooh la la, I'm going to have to bend over and get this. I hope no one looks at these sugary cans. And of course, everyone's going to look and then uh, subliminally, uh, they'll promote you. <laughs> so, 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 so the suggestion will be put in their head, buy your cans and... Yeah, I will. It, it will. It's still ultimately all about me. I was hoping it would be contained to you. Oh yeah, I mean, my main aim is to sleep my way up the company and take you with me, and 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 my my erotic experiences will be full of subliminal messages about you. I'm gonna get my tits tattooed. On one side will be your face, Jonathan, and on the other side will be. <laughs> An arrow pointing to you and him want candy on the other tip. And then people will give you free sweeties. Wow. So the, the symmetry is me and an arrow pointing to me. Yes. Saying I want candy. Yes. And that'll just, just give me Jolly Ranchers and M&Ms and stuff. Oh, hell yeah. And when I come, I'll go, oh, oh, Jonathan deserves some money. Like that. And then someone will give you some money. I'll do it wide-eyed as well. I'll just look at them and go, uh, 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 Jonathan deserves some money. Uh, and I'll have, I'll have someone all give it me tomorrow though. So it's not unseemly. Right, right. You want to, you want to be subtle and you, you don't want to. I don't want to get arrested no, again. No, you don't Not wanna... after, well, yeah, with the cured meat thing breathing down my neck. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to end up in Sing Sing for. Sex. Shouldn't be allowed, Jonathan. What? Shouldn't be allowed. If I want an hundred pounds, right, for banging, I should be able to fucking get it. Anyone should. Not to get political. <laughs> there's there's certainly less healthy, less good things people do than sex for money. Uh being a therapist, I was a talk therapist for years. A lot of the time that involved doing some things that were emotionally rough for for me and for everyone involved. It, it would have been easier in some ways to just, you know, pinch someone's nipple or something and, and take the 50 bucks. It been a lot easier than uh, getting deep into their souls. That's real psychological intimacy work that can be mm. pretty tough. I mean, I enjoy the work. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. But when they make sex work illegal, but talk therapy 
not only legal but um, admired. It's 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 a real hypocritical moment for me, my opinion. Anyway, uh, so I don't get fired. I'm gonna go away and come back again. Heck of a way to leave this comedy. <laughs> It's always, I'm always just uh, on the edge of that knife, as Meatloaf once said. Oh, yeah. We we provided an emotional ride today. Indeed. People have gone through a lot listening to this. Mm -hmm. Do you feel more famous? Yeah, a little bit. You're going to post that other episode that's a a week. It's up, yeah. Whoa, it's already up. So, yes, now I feel more famous and more hopeful. Yeah, you got more famous over the course of this recording. Well done. We're getting there. Congratulations. Netflix specials, ahoy. I'll, I'll plug my other things. Oh, hell yeah. Talking to Women About Video Games podcast, the Worst Song on Earth podcast, and Nintendo Force Magazine. All heating up the charts. Go check those out. Google them each and discover other stuff, I guess, if you want. I'm so confident until the end there. Is- yeah. No, that's how you sell yourself. <laughs> that's why you're going to get famous. <laughs> and then let's let's make sure you don't get fired. Uh, sure. Bye, everyone. Bye. bye. Podcast, you had it. Oh. Tell me what the matter is. Tell me what the matter is. Tell me, tell me, tell me what the Boston's favorite son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened. I think it's it's fun and funny. Oh, suddenly becoming a scratchy throat guy. You ready? Cough real quick. One, two, three. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Satisfaction guaranteed. I I like it when we get the countdown. Mm. <laughs> Anticipation.